All right, it's our first podcast. I hate that. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, now we're gonna go with it. Now we're gonna keep going, guys. Thanks for tuning into this. This is a uh, the Reality Friends podcast. Two friends who've never met in reality talking about reality TV shows, and I made that tagline up on the spot. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> okay, okay. I gotta remember this one. I'm gonna have to repeat that one. <laughs> if you think that's good, we're sticking with that. Yeah, yeah that so was I know good. We spent the whole pre-show trying to figure out what the name of this podcast was about 10 minutes ago, and couldn't come up with anything good. So uh, We still came up with the most generic title somehow, after all that uh, brainstorming. But I think it works. I think it works because we are friends, Eric. Yeah. And we watch reality TV together. Wow, it's deep. So uh, we met playing a Survivor online game way back in the day. And we haven't stopped talking about reality shows ever since. And he's actually gotten me into the challenge, which I've been watching for the last few years. Thank you, Joseph. And we're excited for this all-star season where I know about half the cast. Yeah. Also, Eric failed to mention that in this Survivor ORG, me and him got voted out like uh, very early in the game for trying to start a coalition and overthrow our whole tribe. I didn't forget to mention that. I purposely didn't include it. But <laughs> so that's where we're at. And I'm really excited to learn about some of these new players. I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, maybe you didn't watch every season and, and you can learn a thing or two along with me. Uh, I'm really going to yeah. be relying on you, Joseph, to help fill in my gaps in this knowledge. Because I, I started watching I, I, around the duel. Uh, mm-hmm. That's as far back as I go. Yeah, I've I've been watching like these shows, not only like the challenge, but like Road Rules and the real world for about as long as they've been on. Uh, so my memory on these are a little hazy. And uh, Paramount Plus also does not does not include all the past seasons so you know you can't really go back and rewatch a lot of these uh some of some of these seasons that people are from that people are on the all-stars they don't even have like ace mentions like that the last season he was on was inferno 3 you can't even find inferno 3 on paramount plus all right i actually didn't know that that's a bummer because i was hoping to go back and rewatch some of them it is the lost season of the challenge, Inferno 3. Nobody knows why it's not on there. Well, speaking of Ace, uh, he's our first casualty. He gets absolutely <laughs> murdered. That is probably the headline coming out of this one from uh, the challenge, the retirees edition. Uh, we're going to get to that. But first, uh, before we start talking about this episode, let's talk about how the show started real quick. We, we have some alternates who didn't quite make the cut, and we got the, the story behind it, which I think is super interesting. Real quick, Joseph. What happened to make this happen? How did this come into existence? This Paramount exclusive. This seemed like just an an idea, like a couple of months ago, if not like a year ago, from Mark Long. He's been kind of pitching this like for a while, just like the idea of like bringing back like old school people, and ha- and then it kind of morphed into okay, let's have a spinoff where we're gonna have all the old school people come back and. He was posting about this everywhere. He was sending DMs to random players from the past. We were all saying he was crazy. We we're all like, Mark Long, you're wasting your damn time. Like, like this, MTV's not going to put money into the show because they never do anything we want them to do. And lo and behold, this, this idea is now something that we're viewing and we're talking about on a podcast. It's so cool. I can't believe it. Thank you, streaming platforms. I get confused sometimes at how many there are, but now I'm very thankful that this exists. And this, I feel like, could open the door for all sorts of new content, like Survivor, for instance, another one of our favorite shows, obviously. There's so much like Ponderosa content, behind-the-scenes stuff. Maybe could even have like extra content like organized neatly in one place. It's easy to go watch. Who, who knows? Maybe if they insist on keeping uh, some of their... Redemption Island, Edge of Extinction stuff going. Let's just put that on the website and not waste our time with it. I digress. This is really exciting. I think it might open the door for more stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. I hope that, like, these platforms realize, like, hey, there is an audience for, like, this niche stuff. Like, you know, and uh, if if it's not, like, you know, costing us a lot of money to make, you know, what's the harm? 
Right, and I think they've found a really good balance where this clearly isn't as produced as a regular season's. It fits it perfectly, I think. Yeah. Uh, it feels like an old-school cha- uh, challenge season, which is great. Yeah. And credit to Mark Long for coming up with this and also coming up with a, basically a get-rich-quick scheme because there's about four people who might win this besides him on this cast. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, I think he's uh, expected value of being on the season is about $100,000. <laughs> that's what I thought during the intro. It was like Mark says it himself. He's 6'3", 220 pounds of pure steel like and you got like you got like tech and like and, and like you know arissa like walking around like is, is this guy like uh, like did he just invent this show so he could whoop all these people's asses like i think he invented the show in his mind about 15 years ago and has been training for it ever since it's by the looks of him he's so ready for this it's not even funny uh, sadly yeah. though, not everyone that we might have wanted to see made the cut. Uh, I, I hear there's an alternate list of the the people who just missed the season. Give them to that? me. Oh, oh, okay. All right, I'll I'll go look up <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> no, I, I got it. You're, you're the challenge expert here. I'm gonna. I tell yeah, you, I'm gonna yeah. rely on you. What, what yeah, are they? What yeah. are they? Who are they? Ryan Ryan Kehoe, whose uh, last appearance I believe was on the uh, Fresh Meat Two was his last appearance with Teresa as his partner. Uh, Ryan was always good at the challenge, actually. Like, I actually recently rewatched Gauntlet 3, and he performed better than, like, I remembered him doing. Like, he was always more of a competent player than I remembered. So, right. he, was always, Ryan, he was right? always, like, solid, but never won, right? Or did he, did he come out with a win? No, he never did win. I don't think he ever made a final, either. He did actually, no, island. that's not true. The he island. made the final on the island. Yeah. Yep, he did. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, barely. That's that's something I know. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just really okay. watched the island. That's why. That's the only reason. What? Oh, that sounds brutal. All right. <laughs> How was it on a rewatch? Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was okay. It was weird. It, it was not my favorite season of the challenge. Um, right. the format was just is wild, and the final is probably the worst final ever. Right, but was it better than the worst season of Survivor? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. We got to stop talking about Survivor, though. This is a challenge podcast. Let's focus. Yeah, sorry. All right, I have it All here. Right. The other sorry. alternates are Kohata, Casey, Sophia, who I have no idea who that is, and Cook, famous one and done Cook. I believe she was only on one season, right? Uh, with Cara Maria. Yeah. That one time, she was uh, good. Yeah, that was hers. She was good. She was one of those who like could have been one of the faces of the challenge. I felt like for she, a female, she just didn't didn't uh, want to go back on again. She was like a again. professional soccer player, like an actual like athlete. Yeah, clearly she was great at the show. Yeah, so that's a shame. Yeah. But uh, besides that, we have an all-star cast. Uh, uh, the best of the best, Joseph, TJ says. Yeah. Uh, can you believe it? They got the best, uh, depending <laughs> on your definition, <laughs> returning players. <laughs> I will say they're definitely the best in terms of personality compared to like modern day The Challenge. I mean, it's like not even a contest, right? It was night and day. Like, especially the confessionals, too. You can just tell, like, wow, uh, they really prod the contestants nowadays in the confessionals and kind of, like, like drag them along because none of these ones in this episode seem canned or anything like that. You know, I actually took a note down. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but there's a confessional about uh, the, the Daily by Casey, and it was about 20 seconds, and I counted 51 words. Of the most uh, useless, uh, inane description of the. It was basically like we're gonna go twice because obviously we're gonna go twice because that's an advantage. And she like <laughs> said it in the most roundabout, long way. It's like they they cut together four different confessionals to make it happen. It just feels like they're they're good, they're in a rut with their confessionals nowadays. But these old school players, yeah. they don't need that help. They know how to make a good confessional. They know how to bring the entertainment. I'm so excited to watch the rest of the season, dude. Yeah. It's because, like, back in the day, when they cast these people in the real world, it took them, like, six months to cast them. Like, they would interview them, like, for, like, like a lot of time. So, they they really, oh, nowadays, they just get them from Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> they spend a lot of time with or these people. Or Big Brother or, you know, any of the other shows. Right, right, yeah. It's like, they're like who, who did terrible on Big Brother and wasn't entertaining at all? Ah, yeah, let's grab them. Yeah, they're cheap. <laughs> yeah, they'll do it. They'll do it for nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually interesting. Good to know. And uh, I, I obviously the real world was like six or seven people at a time, so right. like, it feels like it was more exclusive to reset. And also, also I don't know if you knew this too, Eric. At the beginning of a lot of the real world, well, real world road rule seasons, they would actually have all the cast put together and have like a casting special 
and then they would divide them up into whatever show they were going to be on. So, the, so they all came from the same like casting pool as well. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so, I got to yeah. go back and learn more about this rivalry because that's obviously how the challenge started: road road rules versus real world. Uh, right. Yeah. I didn't know all these details. That's neat. Well, hopefully Paramount yeah. has that. Thanks, Paramount. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Let's go. Yeah, we're making great time. Cool. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we, we get a bunch of intros from the players. I'm disappointed Derek's not one of them, but whatever. We get Mark. We get Alton back, who even I know is yes. an absolute legend of the game. Gisela, who's as he be, says himself. As he sa- yeah, he'll tell you that himself. And he's right. He's right. Gisela, yeah. who's an all-star personality, it seems. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely one of the champions of this episode. Cyrus, who thinks that everyone used to think of him as a beast. Um, wasn't my impression from the seasons I watched, <laughs> but uh, he, he looks like a beast. And then Trishel. For sure. Trishel's the other highlight. She's a huge name. Gotta highlight her, right? Yeah, Trishel was great. I love that she highlighted the fact that she did quit the show. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people would have tried to sidestep that, but she was proud of it. Half badass, <laughs> half quitter. And yes. uh, will she quit again? Time will tell, because we are getting at least one quitter, which I'm excited All, to talk Also, about real later. quick, favorite Cyrus memory is when he almost fought TJ in the Gauntlet 2. No, see, <laughs> was... I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a great... He was in an elimination with Derek, and it got very heated. Look up the clip, it's great. Okay, that's good advice. I'm going to do that. You should too, if you haven't yeah. seen it. Um, yeah. So TJ brings them all together and talks about the rules of the game, which is that this is an individual game with one winner um individual games cool we've had some great seasons there one winner my reaction i actually just wrote down (laughs) one word which was yikes uh yikes i don't like this at all they're gonna settle it with like rock paper scissors once they get down to like one or two guys and girls like i i have bad memories of uh the vendettas or the season that car maria won it also seems weird too that on a season with one winner you're gonna have alternating guys and girls days yeah, I well, they have to like keep those eliminations even, and then they get to a final, and then they have like some elements of a final, right? Like this whole final, and then there's a puzzle last time uh, to decide it, which is kind of like an equalizing competition that wasn't gender based, so that didn't favor one gender right. or the other. Is that what? And it was also horrible. Like, and it was also horrible TV. It was the worst. It sucked so bad. <laughs> it's like, why can't you just have a guy and a girl win? It's so frustrating, right? Like. <laughs> to, to me, I want to vent on this for a little bit. I'm passionate about it. It with the part that's frustrating is just watching this whole season and this whole insane tough final come down to a puzzle. It just feels so arbitrary and reductive. It feels so, so uh, anticlimactic. That's the word. That's the word. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's like okay, uh, why? Why do we need that? Do they really want the tagline to be like a five hundred thousand dollars for the winner that bad? We can't just give 250k out to each person. That has to be what it is, right? So they can just say, like, hey, we gave away $500,000. Like, so dumb. Oh, my God. Like, so dumb. Like, so dumb. If that's like, they could, just say, they could just say, hey, we did give away $500,000, and it would be the same thing. I don't know. They could just – they'd be giving it 250 each. Like, Are we off on this? I'm, I'm actually really curious. This is like a comment section of this. Can someone please say in the comments if we're off or if you think this is a good idea or something like that? I, I'm wondering, yeah, I, is there anyone clamoring for this? Does anybody like this? Yeah. <laughs> does anybody like this? Hello? Anyone out there? Cricket? Yeah. Uh, give, your re- give your reasoning too. Yeah. I'm happy to hear some other opinions. Yeah. Maybe there's something we're missing. Um, not looking forward to that. So I, I'm filing that yeah. away. I'm like, okay, not looking forward to that. But, yeah. but again, not to be too negative. Everything else about this episode was a lot of fun. But but Ace makes, a, Ace makes a really good point later on about, like, this prize money of being, like, back in the day, these people would kill each other for scooters, for, like, these stupid prizes. Like, and and now you're putting 500000 in front of them? Like, yeah, it's going to get crazy. Yeah, yeah. And he's not wrong. And he will soon realize just how right he is <laughs> later in this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then they go to the house and get to see this new house and Joseph, I loved it. I thought it was so cool. The decor, the names, on yeah. the, wall, the helmets, season placards. This is pretty it, cool. It, it feels like the challenge has kind of over the years shied away from its history. And I feel like this, this episode, episode and this like series in general was like them, like kind of going back to it and like honoring itself. It, it's, it was pretty cool. Yeah. 
if anything, I'd like them to lean into it more. I think nothing gets me more excited and fired up than seeing a montage of like the best moments from from some players. I know they have a lot of people to work through, but I'm yeah. just picturing like, wouldn't it be cool if they all like stepped out of the car and you were, like get this 15 second flashback of their best moments in the challenge? I like yeah. whether that's uh, Isella quitting, uh, her shining moment <laughs> apparently, or some actual <laughs> cool wins. Whatever it is, I don't care. Just show, show yeah. that to me. Yeah. Um, also, too, uh, as you know, Eric, I am a Patreon of Darrell's, and Darrell said in his Patreon cast that this house was his favorite house he had ever lived in. Oh, really? That's such a cool yeah. fact. And he lived, and he lived in the in the uh, Fresh Meat Two house, which is often said to be one of the better houses they've ever lived in. That's that's really fun fact. And hey, that's a great yeah. reason to subscribe to this podcast right now, so you don't have to be a patron. Of Darrell's podcast, so you get the inside scoop. No. Hopefully, this cross promotion is uh, cool with Darrell because I don't want him to come find us. <laughs> Please, yeah, Darrell, Darrell, that was all Eric. Darrell, Darrell, we're cool, Dan. We're cool. I'm paying for the podcast. I'll become like. patron too. I'll become patron too. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Darrell. Um, the so, next thing that was really so yeah, funny. The next thing that was really funny. Yeah. I want to say is uh, Tenderoni, <laughs> and let me just set the scene real quick. <laughs> So Beth calls out Tenderoni from the balcony, and then when she gets no response, probably because Nehemiah's like turned and buried his face into his armpit, she goes, Nehemiah, Tenderoni. And Nehemiah just goes, Oh my lord. <laughs> this was such a great callback. This was awesome. Like it's like man, like 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 even Eric who's you know, remembers like this from the duel. Like this this was a great callback. I can't believe that Beth went there, but I'm glad that she did. Oh, I can believe it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, this is this is exactly how I would have envisioned it playing out. Beth Happily bringing back this uh, tenderoni thing, and Nehemiah <laughs> sprinting in the opposite direction as fast as he can. <laughs> History repeating itself. Also, poor Nehemiah, man. He says the, he, he's won the damn show, and he says that the one thing that everyone always remembers is tenderoni. He's irresistible, man. He's irresistible. What a great line. He's so funny, man. <laughs> Oh man! By the way, I'm really glad that they brought Nehemiah back. He's somebody who I felt like they should have kept casting. I don't know why they didn't, but I'm glad to see Nehemiah back. Yeah, uh, same, same. Really, really pumped. He's also under underrated challenge competitor as well. Yes, we'll talk about that later in the power rankings, I imagine. But uh, yes, before we move on to the the challenge, we got one or two more conversations. You mentioned the one with Ace about greed. He's dead on. And then lastly. Letarian is not worried about the political game, uh, has no <laughs> desire to even talk about it. Seems very frustrated that it's even getting brought up around him. Um, and I also have a uh, note. His, his smile count, I'm, I'm actually going to keep a running tally of his smiles per episode. Uh, we're still at zero right now. There is, there is something like off kilter about that guy. Like he, like I, I don't remember much about Letarian from back in the day, but he just seems so serious all the time, just so intense. I think that's what it is. It's hard for me to understand, like a lifelong goofball. Um, it's it's great that there's different people in this world. I think like him, he's right. balances us out. But he's yeah. so serious. He's so serious <laughs> about everything. It's like, what? And the way the way he talks about the challenge, you would think he'd be like a, a like a history vet, like somebody who's like been on the, like seen ten seasons of this show, like like not Latarian. Like. right? No, and uh, I'm um, I'm excited for this dynamic on the season though because nowadays I actually feel like it's getting a little monotonous. It's all about the strategy. It's like the show realized that the strategic game is, is popular. It's why people watch. We like to talk about it. And all that's true. But there's a limit. And we get the, all these forced confessionals about strategy. And it's kind of cool to have someone who just doesn't give a flying fuck about the strategy of the game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll be the captain. I'll go in. I don't care. I'll break some ribs. <laughs> I'm excited to see how he, he does this season. I'll I love this conversation with Nehemiah too. Like he's like, I don't really care about the political game. Nehemiah's like, well, you should. And then he's like, I know I should. <laughs> it's like you can't. Okay, I guess you're not never wrong then. Like, <laughs> yeah, his performance. Maybe he doesn't need to care about the political game. Maybe he's fine just yeah. going in and winning eliminations. Right. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get into the daily. Uh, this was called Deep Blue Dye. Um, okay, it was actually called Deep Blue Dye, but it might as well have been called Deep Blue Dye because the show <laughs> seems like it's trying to kill as many cast members as possible. With this. 
Uh, I should have brought a hearse to this challenge. (laughs) (laughs) It was rough. It was rough. And side note, um, well, let's talk about what it is first. The the cast members, they have to go out and uh, first they have to solve some math problems. So there's a little bit of a misbalance here. Uh, That happens to be a state math champion on one of the teams, apparently. And once they figure out those numbers, they have to go get the matching stones of those numbers, uh, bring them back. Find the exact right answer. Put them on ten math equations. And um, I've read some interviews after this. It seems like the water was extremely cold, and they had to wear these shoes that weighed everyone down. And uh, there's some close calls here. <laughs> there's a lot of people who are very, very <laughs> afraid. We made fun of them a lot watching this, but uh, it seems yeah. like this was an actually terrifying challenge. So once again, go back to Darrell's uh, thing. He said that the water in Iceland was way colder. Everyone here's just old. Like he was, he was, he was pretty, he was pretty rough on them. He's like, he's like, they just couldn't do it. They just couldn't swim. Like, like that's from Darrell's <laughs> Patreon, which you should totally go subscribe to. Subscribe to, you know, just, you know, a little fun fact. So, I don't know. A little column A, a little column B, I think. I know I probably wouldn't have done great in this challenge. Um, and I'm 27, so. Um, it's, yeah. it's the Copper Team versus the Bad News Bears in this matchup. Uh, <laughs> so-called by uh, by, the, by themselves. Um, Big Easy, I think. Team. Yeah. Yeah, Big Easy with a great one. Um, yeah. Copper Team jumps out to a lead. Uh, they get a couple ones before the Bad News Bears finally solve their first equation. The answer is 57. Coincidentally, their team's average age. That was interesting, I thought. <laughs> Have you been saving that one? <laughs> Moving on. Trishel wades out into the water <laughs> and uh, immediately turns around and quits. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Easy uh, did his best impression of himself in the gauntlet with another... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm out. Those are these are great. Those are, my, are great. Those are my three jokes. <laughs> those are great. Oh my god. Oh, by the way, um, we didn't talk about this. The choosing of the team captains. By the way, I love that both Latarian and Tech were both like, "I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> Like, like they didn't know what each other did, but they both did the same thing. That's all I really had to say about it. No, I totally glanced over that. You're right. You're right. I, I couldn't. I couldn't not mention uh, and how funny that uh, juxtaposition was. Like they both didn't care. Like Tech either. And by the way, big fan of Tech. Love that they brought Tech back. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Tech real quick. Why? Why are you such a big fan? And then we'll talk about the the volunteering part. I really wish they would have included because. Tech and Ruthie were actually on the same season of the real world together, uh, Hawaii. I wish they would have shown like a clip of them reuniting, but Tech's hilarious, man. The first day he gets in the real world Hawaii house, he jumps in naked and jumps into the pool. And it's like, you know, he's just like crazy, like fun loving, like good dude. He's hilarious. He's been in like a couple of like major movies as well. Like he's like, he's like, you like, like he used his real world fame to like parlay into some cool stuff. So yeah. That's really cool. Damn, didn't know that. And I, I can only imagine. Yeah. I hope that they're going to show these connections more as the season goes on. You know, it's only episode yeah. one. Maybe they'll become more relevant going forward. So that'd be that'd be cool. For sure. Definitely hoping yeah. that's the case. He seems yeah. like he hasn't changed a bit then from that description because he was so fun this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, he was while great. We're, while we're talking about it, I want to just uh, say a quote from Tech <laughs> that I loved, which uh, this is from later <laughs> in the challenge. But while we're talking about Tech, he describes this challenge uh, as, Welcome to the challenge, Senior Edition. A lot of old people going down today, y'all, myself included. <laughs> oh, these people are so funny. I love this. But, yeah. okay, you brought up a great point. This is uh, the first kind of strategic decision of this challenge was, do you volunteer to be a captain? The answer is obviously no. <laughs> it's a terrible proposition. <laughs> I mean, they don't know exactly what's going to happen, but um, the benefits of getting safety – don't seem to match up to the risk of going into elimination. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. So unbalanced. I actually liked kind of Kellyanne's logic of like, Hey, I hope to risk it now. That way I won't have to later. I kind of get what she means in that sense of like, 
a lot of these people aren't going to make you do it again, like if you've done it once. So if you guys win that challenge, they're not going to make you be team captain again. So you're kind of so I, I, I get in that one in that sense, but it's just hard when it's like the first one. Like, like that's that's like and to me, it's not a coincidence that the two males who immediately volunteered for it are the ones who seem like they haven't watched the show at all. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I mean, this this actually is a mechanic that reminds me of the older seasons in that I I think it's going to be interesting to see if anyone gets forced in again after they volunteered. We might get some some drama about that or like you said, maybe they'll just get a pass from now on. Um I'm sure they will for a little bit. It feels like yeah. No one's going to say the captain should go in again uh for for at least a while, but I predict right. we're going to get to a point where someone hasn't gone in yet and Someone who has volunteered gets forced. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that coming a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. But we get some brave people who don't give a fuck and volunteer themselves <laughs> to be captains and yep. uh, not knowing what the repercussions are going to be. And we're going to find that out after the challenge, which uh, Bad News Bears come back and win it with some really impressive performances by Yes, who seems great physically and on the puzzle side, the, the math yeah. side, Nehemiah and Hisela. Uh, described as the MVPs of that team. Yeah, I thought I thought this like episode was really a breakout episode for Yisela. Uh, she goes and gets uh, two bricks. Uh, she says it's no time to dilly dally. It's time to go into mommy mode, and she does. And, and she she goes and gets those bricks, and uh, she helps kind of organize everybody too. They were talking about the after show how you know it was really like her spirit and an intention that kind of won them the whole thing. Her antics. So yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. Look at that. She, she yeah. crushed it. She crushed it. Definitely surprised me. I was not expecting uh, her to carry the team, but... No, yeah. Yeah, it goes from being quitter to uh, MVP. Also, big shout-out to Yes. So glad they brought Yes back. Yes was always awesome. That's such a deep cut to bring him back, uh, but I love it. Yeah, he was originally... Or last seen on the Challenge 2000, right? Yeah, yeah. Or Battle of Sexes, one of those, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember seeing it in the episode itself. Um, do, you, do you remember anything about Yes from the way back days? I feel like everything you see from Yes now is what you get. He's just like a chill dude who just seems like the best person in the world. Like, like, <laughs> like, like really, like, you know, he's awesome. And what a name. I love it already. Uh, I've yeah. quickly grown to like a lot of these people I haven't seen on the show before. Yeah. Anything else from the daily uh, before we get into the the deliberation part? Yeah, I feel like it kind of goes understated how like the math portion of it kind of screwed some of the teams. Like Kellyanne is going after Derek seemingly tells him like, "Hey, the number's within three. She's looking for like seventeen, and she's like, "Oh, I can't find it." Instead of like, she doesn't look for twenty or like like anything like that. Like. I, I don't know. It seemed like uh, a little disorgan- disorganized really cost everyone. Yeah, that was a good point. By uh, It was Derek, right, who, who yeah, mentioned, I, like, hey, just make sure that you get – if something is close, then, like, we might be off. Spoiler, they were off. <laughs> they, they, did that one, <laughs> yeah. they did that one wrong. Um, yeah. Look, I, I don't begrudge anyone for getting this math problems wrong. It's hard to do without pencil and paper. I'm actually a former math teacher. Uh, so I was trying to follow along and, like, do these oh, wow. in my head as I went. It didn't go great. Uh, not saying I was a good math teacher either, but it was hard for me and I'm not dealing with the stress either, but, uh, but it was a good, good idea to, to go for anything that seemed close. If they can just ballpark it to like six or seven, like within six or seven, you got to imagine, like if you see something in that range, it's probably the right answer, right? Yeah. Grab something. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Just grab something. Don't bring, don't come back with nothing. For all you middle schoolers listening to this right now, uh, estimation is a key strategy in solving math problems. All right, so are we ready to get into deliberation? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So uh, Letarian tells Cyrus he wants Ace. He makes no bones about it. Cyrus uh, seems like has some, some history with Ace as well. Are you aware of this? Uh, I think they've been on some seasons together, but I don't think there's like bad blood or anything between them. I th- yeah, I think it's... He yeah. doesn't seem major, but from Ace's post-game interviews, he does say he just doesn't know Cyrus very well, or Letarian, I think, both of them. Uh, he felt like the least connected to, perhaps, and maybe mm-hmm. there's, maybe now there's a, a grudge match that's going to extend into, you know, <laughs> All-Stars. Oh my god, are we going to have, are we going to challenge All-Stars rivals with Ace and Letarian? <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yes. So Letarian wants Ace. Seems like there's not really a connection there. Doesn't really know anyone else to pick. 
And it seems pretty straightforward in this deliberation. There's not a lot of people fighting for Ace. Yeah, that's, it was so sad to me, actually. Like, Ace ta- calls him monsters a bunch of times. He, he's getting very upset. He's taking things personal. Again, so, yeah. uh, side note, he, he says in an interview, candidly, that that's been his problem. He knows he shouldn't take things personally, but he can't help it. Got a feel for him here. And I'm curious how this was so lopsided. Was it just people not wanting to stir the pot? Was, it doesn't seem like he's unpopular. Seems like he's a likable guy. Who's on good terms with people? What happened? I, I feel like Ace like made a good point during his exit interview that I feel like he should have kind of made more to people of like, hey, there's only one winner at the end of this. Like, we should send in the strongest people every time. Like, especially if you're like, like you know, like, like this is something everyone can get behind. Like the boys, the girls, like everyone can get behind sending in these strong competitors. I, I just. And apparently they gave him a heads up. Like Derek said, he gave him a heads up too. So he kind of knew this was coming. So I, I, I just, I don't know. I guess he couldn't, you know, get a strategy together. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm kind of glad that that's not happening. I don't think that would make for the most fun season to watch all the right. has-beens getting up on the people who are big contenders. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Latarian on the other side. Now's a great chance to put in a really big threat and guarantee that you get one of them out. Yeah, or at least give them, you know, someone, or get rid of Letarian even, you know, he's, he's probably gonna be good at some stuff. Yeah. Um, and he seems like a smart dude, uh, but yeah, but yeah, this was really hard to watch, like, I, I love Ace, like, I've always loved him on every season he's been on, I loved him ever, even when he was on The Real World, uh, but this really just felt like, uh, and he said it himself in the exit interview, this was really poetic, the way this whole thing went down for him. This is kind of Ace's history on these shows. Going out first, you mean? <laughs> yeah, just going out early. Like, he always seemed like that guy who, like, would be really good at the challenge, like, ostensibly, but, like, has just never really found his footing. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. And history yeah. repeats itself again. Well, yeah. it will, anyway. Before we get to that, we got a 90s party to get to. Oons, oons, oons. <laughs> that was my party. That was good. That was good. You can do it again. Yeah, thanks. No, man. no. Uh, uh, no. The challenge feels like it's truly back now, and I'm, I'm for one, am thrilled that I don't have to watch these people partying in a purple igloo. Uh, was that as interesting for you as it was for me? Because I can't yeah, be the yeah. only one completely sick of that. Yeah. No. This, this was great. Everyone was having fun. Uh, my favorite moment of the episode is when Ace goes up to them with the with the kids costume and they're like, Ace, this is a 90s party. He's like, oh, I thought you said 1890s. That was great. That was my favorite moment. That was a really clever one. I like that. That was a good one. Yeah. And all these people yeah. were uh, mostly on TV in the 90s too, or at least a lot of them were too. So obviously this is a great, great theme choice uh, for the yeah. first party in this new house. Um, also, yeah. we get uh, Letarian. Smile count is up to one. The Whoa, I noticed that. Not the first time he smiled. He was yeah. uh, talking about Derrick Henry and uh, how uh, he's envisioning basically running someone over. Um, so that's what made him smile this time. Yep. Uh, just in case you guys didn't feel bad enough about Ace going home first, he says that he wants to give all his money away to charity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What is what a guy? What a, we love you, Ace. We lo- we love you, Ace. All right, shall we talk about Ace's extremely quick downfall? <laughs> well, I want to bring this up uh, real quick. Uh, in the elimination, uh, TJ gives uh, Yasella right before it the option to use the lifesaver. They never even mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, let, let's it's like the challenge or anything. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. The arena. So, okay, we're, let's go to the arena, as it's called this time. Yeah. yeah. Standard name. Yes. That's fine. Uh, what would you rate this name out of 10 compared to some other elimination names? I mean, this is one of the worst ones, right? <laughs> it's got to be. I, I don't want to go without talking about this. I mean, we yeah, had the yeah. Gulag. That was pretty great. The arena. Yeah. The Presidio wasn't bad. The Gauntlet. The Inferno. Uh, the, uh, yeah. I don't know the arena, the the dirt circle in the ground. Yeah, the dirt, the dirt place, the, the place where people <laughs> do eliminations. Yeah, uh, not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I give it a two out of ten. Yeah, um, but there, there, there is a lifesaver. Um, maybe you missed it. This was mentioned at the at the the daily. Um, how 
Tech was safe because he was a captain, and Gisela gets a lifesaver that she can use to pull someone down from elimination, right? Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know. I guess I did mess that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, there you go. So the, that's, okay. That's, that's, that's where it came from. It was the, uh, the captain yeah. of the winning team who wasn't safe because it was a guy's day. He gives her the option to use it on Ace, and she says no, and petty is petty. She remembers this one time 15 years ago when Ace, in a confessional, said that she was dead weight, which she was because she quit. Uh, it's like she basically quit. Um, and, like, and she uses that as her – I mean, I can't say I blame her. I don't expect her to save Ace here. I just thought it was funny. No, definitely well, never saving Ace, but yeah, good memory. Good memory on that. Yeah. Did you, did you see that Ace in his exit interview says he didn't say that? Yeah, um, so clearly Ace didn't watch this episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, which, don't blame him. (laughs) Don't blame him at all. (laughs) But he he obviously didn't watch. Okay, so what Joseph is talking about is Ace says he never said that, and that Giselle is lying. He actually went so far as to say. Uh, Right. We got the receipts. They're actually in the very episode of you going home. Uh, You very clearly did say that. So, uh, yeah. look, I, he, I think he must have forgotten. Obviously, I don't think he's yeah. lying here, but I think he just didn't Yeah, no, right. I think, I think Ace in his EW interview said exactly, like, I would never say something like that. Like, uh, like so I just, uh, <laughs> never? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I, yeah, so. This is yeah. where Letarian smile count goes up to two. Uh, in this case, when he realizes what the challenge is and how it operates and then he starts fantasizing about uh all the things he's going to do to ace and he cracks a smile again so he's up to two for the season now um and ace's reaction meanwhile is great he just goes in a confessional tonight is pole wrestle fuck you guys I don't think I've ever heard anyone in elimin like before an elimination kind of admit defeat so quickly like that. Like like he's being realistic. He's not giving. He's just being realistic. Like usually on the show, these guys like posture so much. So it was it was nice to see Ace at least be honest with himself. I loved it. Wasn't that better than uh, some confessional about? Well, Paul Russell's going to be tough. Latarian's a physical threat, and I'm just going to have to go in there and do the best I can and uh, hope for the best. No, you, you forgot about the forgot about the family, Eric. You got. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing it for my family. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I got a family back home. Uh, crazy, I know, but I got a family back home, and I'd like them to get some money. I'm definitely doing it for them, not for me, not for fame, not for attention, not, none of that. I'm doing it for the family. So uh, maybe I'll pull out an upset. No, Ace is just like, yeah. I, I'm going to give an actual funny confessional instead, and I applaud him. For yeah. That. Yeah, and producers, why are you doing this to me? Why did you invite me? Yeah, why did you do this? Please. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, have you ever? Do you watch the Harry Potter movies? Yes. Do you remember the fourth one where the fake Professor Mad Eye Moody turns Malfoy into a ferret, and then Wingardium Leviosa's him up and down, and up and down, <laughs> back oh, into the no. Ace got a Garmy, a Guardium Leviosa. <laughs> Why do I bring that up? No reason. <laughs> it doesn't relate to anything. <laughs> no, no reason at all. Yeah, no Poor reason. Ace, man. Poor Ace, man. He broke a rib. Ter- he actually broke, he broke a rib. Two. <laughs> he broke a rib and like I think he I think he bruised one and like yeah broke the other or something like. He, I yeah. I remember being surprised to hear that and then thinking like why why am I surprised at that? He looks like he broke a rib here. Uh, he yeah. was laid up in bed for two weeks after this. It was just it was a no contest. Uh. Someone should have stopped the fight within like three seconds. Honestly, I, I will say uh, a uh, I won't say who, but a certain cast member might have a Patreon that I'm subscribed to, and they said they said that Ace actually did better than on the second round than it seemed. Like he like like he was surprised that he held on for so long, like as long as he did. And it feels like had he held on for longer, he actually could have gotten that round because Letarian was basically like deadlifting, like, uh, like 180 pounds over and over again. Like eventually he was going to wear out. And that was his so, strategy. Aces was, uh, yeah. he's, he thought his only shot was to wear him out, uh, to win on endurance. He knew he was not a good matchup as far as brute strength or grip. So I, right. good try. Really good try. Yeah. Impressive. Honestly. Yeah. I, 
And, and, and honestly, I really did think when I saw the matchup, I really thought it was going to be one of those like Letarian rips it out of his hands like immediately type of things. Like I was impressed that he was able to hold yeah. on as long as he did. But uh, he gave yeah. it a good shot. He did seem like he did better in the second round, so that matches up with what we saw. Just uh, not good enough. And with that, yeah, first episode is in the books, and Ace is gone. Not not great, but there's a oh. lot of people who hate him. Oh. Here. Yeah, we, yeah. It sucks that it was Ace, but I will say that I feel like this was like kind of a commemorative episode for him. I feel like it, 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 this episode gave him a lot of love, and he got shown a lot of love. and And I hope he knows how much uh, people out there really care about him. Ace, you're the man. That's right. Okay. Um. Let's. I, I have. I have a couple ideas before we wrap things up. Uh. Fun things to do. Uh, please excuse the siren in the background. I live next to a hospital. Uh. Let's, let's do some power <laughs> rankings. I think we should each pick two men and two women that we think are most likely to win the season uh, and uh, keep track of just how bad we suck as the season goes on and are, are very wrong about this. Are you up for it? All right. Yeah, yeah let's do it. it. All right. You start. You get the first pick. We'll draft. Oh, uh, men, men or women? Let's start with the women. Kellyanne. Kellyanne. Yeah, she's on my list. Okay. That's, Kellyanne's fine. Um... And you want to say a couple words about why you're going to pick her? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the female cast uh, right now and just seeing like who looks like the most in shape. And Kellyanne was always good on these shows. Like, I actually think she's pretty underrated. Like the fact that she got to the end of the ruins with Sarah and they almost beat like the J eight J E K dynasty and Susie was pretty impressive. So I think I think Kellyanne's always been very good. Okay, there you go. Uh, I'm going to go with yeah. Ruthie. She just looks like she's a serious contender. She looks like she's in great shape. And I know she's done well on these shows in the past, too. Don't know her too well, but I'm going to go on a limb and say she's got a good shot at this. I'll say I recently rewatched The Duel 2, and I was impressed by her uh, physical performances in the dailies. I was, I was impressed by that's Ruthie. That's the season that I remember her most on. So, yeah, that's what I'm basing yeah. this off of. All right, you get yeah. one more pick. One more pick. All right, so should we stick on female? Yeah, one more, one more woman each, and then we'll go to the men. Okay, I'm going to say. Let me go with Anissa, <laughs> just because I don't want to take up too much time, and because I think, like, this is the season that Anissa could win. Like, they, like, like, not saying she couldn't win like a regular season show, but I feel like you'd never say that. Would well, you? she. she uh, never mind. She actually can't win. Um, but, 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 like, she could win a season like this because I don't think they're going to make it as hard as, like, a regular final. I think that she knows, like, this the, the strategy of these shows. She's a great social player. Like, this is a season that Anissa could and should win. Okay, I like it. It's a bold pick. Um, I still think uh, I, I wouldn't have picked her because of the final, but I agree that it could happen for sure, and I'm guessing she's going to be very well connected. So, um, I'm gonna go with Kendall. I don't know the first thing about her, but she's one for one in winning the challenges, so can't argue with that statistical data. So, Kendall, you're on my team. I will say for Kendall too. I feel like she really got herself on this show because I don't I don't remember anyone like begging to see Kendall back, but she has been like posting about how she's been wanting to be brought back for like a while so like i feel like this was kind of her own hustle like a little bit of the kelly wentworth effect going here. i love it i love it good for her man. yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah all right you can go first again if you like for the men uh who you got number one pick to win the season off the board i'm gonna go with nehemiah ah i was gonna pick up <laughs> i i think nehemiah is gonna win this season he's actually probably my number one pick overall i think he's at that perfect age bracket he's not too old he's not too young he's in that sweet spot that we always talk about with these shows he's physically capable and he's one of the only champions here okay yeah um yeah like like i said i was gonna pick him too He's good at every kind of elimination, really. Like, he's not – he's – he's yeah, he's good at everything. All right. Um, hmm. The only person to ever take out Kenny Santucci in an elimination as well. Oh, really? Yeah. The more you know. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say I got Derek. Give me Derek. Uh, he's a three-time champ. Uh, Diesel. Diesel. He's just he's just an absolute monster. Like Ace Ace had this part right. Derek is a monster. He is gonna want to win more than 
anybody, I think, uh, even among this cast, maybe except Mark Long. I don't know. But uh, I feel like he's just a proven winner, and uh, he's an absolute champ, and he has a phenomenal elimination record, 10-5, and 5, I believe. I looked it up the other day. Um, so give me Derek. Uh, and I feel like I got to pick up uh, Mark Long uh, here. Uh, he's the godfather. Yeah, he can't go undrafted. He is the one who got most of these people to be on the damn show. So, like, he is obviously friends with a lot of these people to some extent. So, his connections are pretty damn good. So, it would be I, I it would be hard for Mark not to make it far. I feel like he would actively have to do something. He would have to mess up, right? I uh... which he never does. Which he doesn't do. Yeah, he's he's also got a great yeah. track record. I think he has two wins as well. I'm not sure on that, but uh, yeah, he, he's a uh, he, he obviously can't go undrafted here. I almost just think that though everyone knows that he put this together. Like it, it almost seems like he can't win, although he totally can. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that's gonna catch up to him in some way where people are like, all right, Mark is way too right. I think I think th- that's what I was thinking too. Also, the connections thing I think could also be threatening to people if they really like think about it. Like, yeah, he might be like too obvious, but that's really the only thing I could see getting in his way. And by the way, you were right: two wins, two finals for Mark Long out of six seasons uh, total. Yeah. Um, all right, last pick. I got Durrell. Uh, go with Durrell, undefeated in finals. If he gets there, I feel really good about this. And he's also just appeared on the most recent season. Did pretty well for himself there. Uh, the actual challenge proper. So um, I think it would be uh, tough not to pick him. I also know Alton is an absolute monster. Uh, tough not to pick him, but I'm more familiar with Darrell, so I went with someone I know a little bit better. Very fair. Darrell's a beast. All right, so we got Kellyanne and Anissa on your team. Uh, Ruthie and Kendall on mine, and then you got Nehemiah and Mark Long. I got Derek and Darrell. We'll see how this goes as the season shakes out. Should we should we wager anything on this? Should we just stick with this list right here and and keep uh, updating it, uh, or should we change this as the episodes go on? We gotta decide. We, we could change it. it we could change, change it as it, as it goes, goes on. on. Okay, that might that be might fun. Be. Power right, we'll ranking week to week. We'll circle back to this. Uh, but I got one more power rankings for you. Uh, yes. This one's a different type of power rankings. We're not ranking them based on how powerful they are, really, unless you consider quitting to be a power because I want to do the quitter oh! power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is most likely to be the quitter, uh, of which we know there's at least one, that TJ yes. teased us with at the end of the episode? Um, I think we for this one, let's just each pick. Uh, let's each pick two people again. How about that? All right, that, that sounds, sounds good. good. And I'm basing this on so, next to nothing. All right, so who goes first? I'll go first for this one, uh, just to mix it up. Um, I'm actually going to go with Letarian on this one. Whoa, that was out of nowhere. I This could be like a terrible pick. I feel, And based on your reaction, I feel like it was. So I don't know Letarian at all. I just feel like his personality is so unique. Like, I don't know, maybe there's something that, that sets him off. I, I don't know. I... Uh, I I hate this pick already, but I I'm I'm sticking. I have to stick with it. I will say for somebody who hasn't watched the show, maybe he's more likely to, as opposed to somebody who's watched it a lot. So I will say he has that going for him. Um, so for somebody, so so somebody, I'll pick a kind of an out of left field one too. Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna go with Tech. I think Tech might quit. Um, I think that. Uh, Mark Long said that Tech was actually the hardest person to get on the show uh, and that he had to talk to Tech's agent and, and and everything like that. Maybe he doesn't, you know, there might be some things. He hasn't been on a challenge in a while. Like a lot of these physical things might be a little too much, you know, for him that, you know, and if he's too Hollywood for it, I could see that happening. Oh, that seems like a really As much as I would hate it. As much as I would hate it. That's like I I don't want to see Tech Money quit. I think it would ruin his legacy. But like I I like ugh. I just don't see like yeah I don't know. I'm sure he'd be deeply concerned with his challenge legacy at this point. That'd be a big blow to. <laughs> yeah yeah he really he really gives an F yeah. Shit I should have done research before I came up with this idea. That seems like a really good choice. Yeah. All right great yeah um. 
I'm going to pick Trichelle because it'd be really funny if I was right and she quit again. I don't think she's going to quit, but uh, I mean, just imagine she quits back to back seasons. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty funny, right? Yeah. Um, and for the, yeah, I mean, it would be legendary for sure. She would be a legend. <laughs> would they bring her back for another All Star season because she's then leg- legendary? Yeah, let's see if she can complete the trifecta at that point. <laughs> Uh, the 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 rare Ashley Mitchell, as people call it. Um, so um, so I think my last one is going to be Beth. I could see her getting into like a situation where she feels like she can't win, or something like that happens. Like, didn't she do that before? Or am I like, if I'm misremembering this, someone please let me know. But I feel like she seems like the type who could be like, oh, I'm above this. Like, like, like if they're going to vote her in or something like that, she's going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. I don't get those vibes from her, but I also don't know her nearly as well as you do. So I'm, yeah, I'm-, I'm also kind of walking back this pick as I say it out loud too. Like I'm realizing like, like this was a bad pick. I think this. I think this was a bad thing. Well, I think your first one, Tech, seems like a really good one. So uh, I think you're you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. By the way, can we mention that they actually brought back three quitters? I don't think we mentioned that at all. They brought back Trishel, Big Easy, and Allin. Allin is a little suspect whether or not he quit, but a lot of people theorize that he threw the elimination in battle of the seasons, and he always talked about wanting to quit that season. I don't know. Brought back some quitters. Okay, tell us. Wait, and then yeah. what about Big Easy? Tell us about uh, his quit. What? What did he quit? Uh, he quit all battle seasons as well. He quit in a, a elimination where he was dunked underwater, and he was going against Devin, who he was dating, like semi dating at the time, and he quit kind of for her, kind of because he was in a bad situation. And actually, someone pointed out on Reddit that at the end of this episode of All Stars, as they're walking out. TJ like fist bumps everyone, but he doesn't fist bump Big Easy. <laughs> like he skips Big Easy. <laughs> like disses him. Yeah. You gotta watch and I watched it back and I saw it. I was like, wow, he actually like like he puts it up for everyone and then he puts it down when Big Easy comes up to him. It's like it's weird, yeah. Was it was it clearly intentional? Oh, I gotta go back and rewatch that. Well you gotta watch it. To me it's like it could go either way. But like, but like, he fist bumps the person right after him. I'm pretty sure. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm not sure. All right, we'll investigate that and report back yes. in the next episode. Um, yeah, Joseph, I am so excited for this season. I cannot wait to yes! see how this unfolds. Can we just talk about how much fun this episode was? This was so much fun. Like, compared to like the drab and seriousness of like the the challenge proper, this was like a nice like f- like fun spin. And I hope the challenge proper can take some tips from them. Awesome stuff. I cannot wait for next episode. And if you are still listening at this point, why don't you subscribe to our podcast? Because we're going to have fun breaking this down all throughout the rest of the season. Um, and also, thanks for listening. And thank you so much to listen to Reality Friends Podcast. This is Joseph. That's Eric. Yep. Sponsored by Joel we- and his Patreon. Not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take it easy, guys. Signing off. Later.